Can we pretend that airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars? I could really use a wish right now, wish right now, wish right now. Can we pretend that airplanes in the night sky like shooting stars? I could really use a wish right now, wish right now, wish right now. What's up, my guys? We are back. This is the Juice Box with episode 35. I've missed my guides. It's been a couple weeks again, but we'll get after it today. Big Czar, what's up? What is up? Uh, not much going on. Just another boring week in quarantine. I have nothing to say. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel you. You forgot to mention, too, that we are halfway to 70, mm-hmm. which means absolutely nothing. Yeah. But we're still there. And it's been great. Um, I hope everybody's trying to catch up on their reading if you're if you're going old school and reading like a a nice hardback book or you can always go to audibletrial.com slash the juice box get yourself a free trial and you know we're making money now on the pod dude we're making the bank you know what i mean bread bags are just coming in i'm i'm ecstatic i'm ecstatic for those of you that cannot see that is Thirty whole dollars. <laughs> Fuck with us getting that bread. Tig, what's up, baby? What's up? What's up? Um, yeah. So I mean, just another scheduled week. I've been working out a lot more. I've been running a lot more. And then what? Last weekend it was Mother's Day, so we can talk about that. I went up to uh, help my dad open like his campsite up at Clay's Park, which is by Canton, and in North Canton there's a Raisin Canes. So naturally, oh, oh. we had to go. No one knows what Raising Gains is. All they do is chicken tenders, fries, and that's it. That's all there is. They have, like, coleslaw and Texas toast that some people eat the Texas toast. The coleslaw is trash. Now, I like coleslaw, but this coleslaw stinks. Coleslaw is good, but this coleslaw what's, stinks. What's your favorite coleslaw, like, in the area? Because I know TJ's has a style. Bob Evans is different. Like, are you more like a vinegary based, or do you like that juice in there? Um, I, I would say, I mean, TJ's is very good. That's probably like one of, that's probably like their top food there, honestly. Cause I think entirely that restaurant stinks, but yeah, yeah. so overrated. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but I guess I like, like more like the Marzetti. I, you know, I like when I get a salad, I just load it up with dressing. So I like my things drenched. Yeah. Um, but Raisin Cane's very good. It was like a double lapped line and stuff. It was insane. It only took us like 15 minutes. Cause again, all you can order is chicken tenders. But the chicken, I don't think, is that good. It's all about the sauce. The cane sauce is the bread and butter. What is it? Is it like a honey honey mustard or something? I, I don't even know how I can describe it. It's kind of like – I guess it would kind of be like spicy, honey mustard-ish, oh, barbecue-ish. Oh, damn. I would say, I would say it's kind of like a combination of all of that. That's all across the board. Maybe – Zara, if you had Raisin Cane's, would you be able to talk on that? I have no idea. Uh, I had it one time. When I was in Kentucky, and I got it at the end of a night of drinking, so it was delicious. I remember, but I, I just can't really remember the sauce. Dude, but I loved it. It was really good. I actually, I'm thinking. I think me and Brady stopped at a Raisin Cane's when we were going to Hocking Hills for John's birthday, and I, I do remember that the menu it was literally just like chicken, chicken tender options. And I do remember the sauce. For some reason, though, I thought it was more of like a – I know it definitely had horseradish in it. I, I got that like 
little kick of the heat, if, if I remember correctly. But I, I do get what you're saying, Tig. It's like a bunch of different mixtures of taste on the old palate when you shove it in the hole. Yeah. And they have other sauces, too, if, if uh, I'm remembering correctly. Because I think I they think got, you, like, just a normal, yeah. like, buffalo sauce or hot sauce, too. They might have actually, you might have to, like, ask separately for it or something like that. But if you don't say anything, like, the cane sauce comes Yeah, with. you just get the their signature sauce. Yeah. 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 I love me some nice chicken tenders um, and just honey mustard. You know, chicken tenders with honey mustard are just so fucking fire. But speaking of good food uh, we've eaten, last night... I ordered uh, uh, extra large Papa John pizza and then a small Hawaiian barbecue chicken pizza. I ate the whole small and then one of the pieces in that extra large cheese. So that was a lot of pizza I ate last night. But let me tell you, it was fucking good. I've been craving pizza, dude. It's actually been a while since I've had any pizza, which is shocking in my life, to be honest. I tried to get to Carlo's last night, Patsy's, like at midnight and they were closed. Mm. I thought they'd be open, but I was fiending for some pizza, so I went on DoorDash to get it. But I guess because probably because all this shit going on, DoorDash closes earlier. Like mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I was like, oh man, no. So I got on Papa John's website and they were still open, so I got it. But um, Tig, you said you've been working out a lot more. For some reason, I don't know what it is like. Quarantine's just got me fucking lazy, dude. You'd think it'd be like the opposite because I have more time at home. But like, I don't know if it. I've been working out, like, don't get me wrong, but it's just like, I thought that because I'd have so much more free time now that I would be doing more, but I'm not. Yeah, I, I, in the beginning I was lazy, but I, I will say, you know, I'm, I'm not saying like I'm working out like crazy or anything, but I've been going downstairs and doing things with JT, and I've. I've been taking my health a lot more seriously with like just vitamins and green, just all that stuff to get in my body because I, I don't know something. If, if I'm going to take anything away from this whole experience, it's definitely that the healthier you are, you know, the if something like this would happen again, the better you're going to be to beat the odds. So I, I don't know. I, I think now mentally for me, I have put in my head that, you know, health. I'm not saying I wasn't worried about health before, but I was very, very lazy, didn't really care. But now it's just something that I, I want to focus on just because the healthier you are, obviously, the better you would be to beat any kind of virus, whether it's this or one down the road, 20, 30 years, whatever it may be. I, I don't know. I, I, I appreciate it now, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. And uh, for me, I don't know, like whenever I finish a workout you kind of get like a little high and you just feel so much better oh after, yeah you know and like today like i didn't want to run but i was like fuck it like i might as well i got shit going on tomorrow who knows if i'll be able to run like after i don't know it's like you're chasing that high mm-hmm. to, me, to me like I, it's like i want to finish it before i get shit done in the day because i want to be already at the tippy top of the mountain early you know yeah. but um but I, I would say like in terms of the quarantine I mean, humans are so like habitual in nature that like as soon as they get a routine, they stick with it. And like obviously the quarantine. And the, first of all, are we even in quarantine? Is West Virginia I don't, like, uh, in, I don't, I don't think West Virginia is like technically was ever in quarantine. We've, you know. I know. Well, we, I know. We had stay at home orders. Uh, I yeah. think they're still in place for the most part. I uh, know it's like certain things are allowed to open again, like 
hair salons are back open and I see some restaurants are doing outdoor seating and stuff like that. So slowly things are reopening, but yeah. But like, were we ever officially like quote unquote quarantine? I, I feel like we weren't, you know? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. It definitely yeah. wasn't as like strict as other states. Big states like New York or something. Yeah, like yeah. we did have our stay at home order, but I don't think like you were getting in trouble if yeah. you didn't. You know what I mean? I don't know though. Yeah, but I know some states like I, I'm pretty sure. Maybe this is not. May, maybe we need a fact check, but I'm pretty sure in Pennsylvania you have to wear a mask. You do. Like you have I think to you wear. Can- yeah, I think one of you guys were talking about that when you guys were on the phone with uh, um, someone you were talking to, uh, a distributor or something like that. Yeah, and, and I know I'm pretty sure it is – at least it was when you go outside, um, you have to have a mask on in PA. So I, I it, it's weird because I saw two – contradicting news articles you had some i think it was the mayor of knoxville or some big guy in knoxville that said they'd been open up like following rules half capacity all that stuff but they've been you know restaurants and bars and everything like that and they've had zero cases in the past two weeks but then you read in illinois i can't remember what day it was and if i think it was a one-day spike they had over three thousand cases in one day so like it's it's so weird, and it, I know like viruses are like humans where you evolve and everything like that, but it, it, it is starting to seem like there are multiple strains of this coronavirus going around the country, especially because how it affects certain states differently. And it, it, it is, it's, it's very fascinating to me. I, I don't know. It's crazy. There's, there definitely is multiple strains that – COVID-19 wasn't the first strain of coronavirus to begin with. Yeah. So it's not surprising that if it's, you know, already evolved into different forms. Yeah. I, I, uh, I was saying that yesterday. I think we lost, we may have lost Zarley. Did we lose him? Anyway, uh, why do you think they call, cause there's been coronaviruses before. Like, why is this one? Why was this one like known as the coronavirus? You know what I'm saying? The 19 strand, the one that did it. Yeah, the one. Yeah, um, like why was why did this big this one now is just known as the coronavirus? Maybe because it's the biggest one ever. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I would say it's just like the only one that's like gotten world attention, <clears throat> yeah. or like maybe it tra- has like traveled away from China. Maybe maybe they've always kind of had that. Um, I think he's back. I think he's back. Yeah, he's already God. back with us. You guys so hear you? me? Yep. Yeah, now we can. <laughs> What's up, man? I, guys. I don't know what happened. <laughs> so listen to this shit, though. Yesterday, after we were working on the deck, we were sitting out here like with my grandparents. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like drinking a beer after work. You know, you just felt like you were just like one of those old school, you know, labor guys just drinking a beer after working. But anyway, that's not where I'm going with this. Um. A fucking bat was – I've never seen a bat get that close. Like, And it was broad daylight, and this bat was like like three – like six feet over my head. Dude, it was It was swimming. so low. It, it was so low. I thought like we were dead ass getting attacked by this bat. It, I, I yeah. was sitting outside by my grandma and my mom on the side of the house, and this bat just comes swooping down over the house, dude. 
And I mean, it was like right in my face. Like I could see it. You could see the teeth and everything like that. And I've only had two bat encounters in my life. And for the fact that this one happens with what's going on in the world right now, dude, we started freaking <laughs> out. We were like running around. JT grabbed a, I had like shot, a, I had a shovel. He had a shovel getting, getting ready, ready to, to knock it down. It ass. was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> it was pretty cool, though. But another thing, I went outside. I can't remember what day it was. Hazel's out there like sunbathing. There was like three hawks circling like above her and i like ran i was like oh fuck because like three hawks would do damage to her i mean they couldn't pick her up but i'm sure they could kill her for sure so i i ran i can't i went straight like psycho dad mode and like ran out there and i started like calling out these hawks i was like what's up motherfucker come get some (laughs) i was like i'm really fighting with a hawk right now it was funny though Dude, I don't so, blame you. That's yeah. so funny you brought that up because last night, actually, I was like exhausted. I went. To, I think I was in bed by like eight thirty, and I turned on. I watched the proposal with Ryan Reynolds and yeah, Seth oh, Rollins, yeah. and in that movie, <laughs> the dog, Peter <laughs> dog. gets taken from the hawk. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, sure. I love that movie. That reminds me. Did you guys know that there's bald eagles here in in Wheeling? Well, no, I no. didn't either. But apparently you can spot them all the time out in Big Wheeling Creek, like out in that area. Really? Yeah. Which just I, blows my mind because yeah. I've never seen a bald eagle. I seen one when we were in Tennessee one last time. summer. We were out on the pontoon and then a fucking eagle flew over us. I was like, we're American as fuck right now. <laughs> it was so sick. The national no, anthem started playing in your yeah, head. Literally. I was like, dang, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know I you, I've never seen them around here. No, I didn't know either. And uh, a guy I used to work with, he lives out that way, and he he's pulled up a bunch of pictures on his phone and was like, "Yeah, I, I we see him all the time out here." And I was like, "That just blows my mind because they, I, you know, why why wouldn't they come up? You know, I only live ten minutes from there. Yeah, like, why wouldn't yeah. they come up here in the hills and stuff? There's tons of trees up here. Oh, that yeah. freaks me out because they could steal my cats. Oh you know? yeah." Easily swoop down, easily pick up a cat. <laughs> now, now, th- I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So when you let your cat, you let your cats outside, right? Just, just the one, yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, dude. If you're ever outside and you see hawks and shit swarming, <laughs> get out there, bro. They'll snag right. that thing right off. I mean, he's a he's a big boy, but <laughs> he, he could probably get taken. <laughs> dude, but JT, give us your review. You actually went to a restaurant this week. Oh, I did. Sat outside. Yeah, honestly, it was okay. I have more fun at home. Was it nice to get waited on again, though? <laughs> <laughs> that is like the best motto ever. I mean, it was okay. I have more fun at home, though. <laughs> That's exactly what I said when I got home. But uh, yeah, it was nice. Uh, I don't know. Everyone, you could tell everyone's still a little weird about everything, though. You know what oh, I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was okay. Um, realistically, because they open up restaurants like indoors this Thursday. Yeah. I probably won't go to one for a while. I don't think. Maybe I fucking will. Who knows? I always change my mind. I'm always back and forth with everything, with all this stuff. 
Dude, I don't know. Then part of me, I, I was I was thinking of like the other aspect of it with um like capacity limits and everything like that, where you would have, you know, some nights restaurants and bars are probably like have their dead nights or like their nights where they're not doing a killing. But, you know, now with these capacity limits, if you're somebody that wants to go to a restaurant and you know that you don't want to wait on the weekends and everything like that, it could potentially sort of create new, like new and more business for people. Because if if you want that interaction and you know that it's a limited seating or whatever, you know, just how humans are. If you know something's limited or there's might not a chance that you can get it, it inclines you more to want to do that thing or want to go to that place. And the reason I say that is because the woman that does our haircuts, she normally was just a walk-in place. So she said some days she would be, you know, packed and other days she'd sit there for so many hours for two or three people. And she said, she's doing a killing right now because she has to make appointments now. And it's just now her days just fill up even more. So she Mm -hmm. knows, she knows, when people are coming and everything like that. So I guess the opposite spectrum of it that, you know, I didn't really think about is it could essentially create more money for businesses. Maybe. I don't know though. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, I think it just really depends on the situation, the type of business and the exposure of the business. But what, what restaurant did you go to JT? I sat on generations deck. Mm -hmm. I it was nice. I mean, it was nice because you're right. I mean, a lot of people don't realize it because, like Brett, I think it was Brett who told me he didn't realize you're right there on the creek, like, mm-hmm. and it's nice. I mean, you can see the little creek and shit looks clean right now. Like, what I think you know, creek water look just looks clean now, which makes sense because of everything. But I mean, it was cool in that aspect, but I don't know. I thought I would get more of a uh, excitement out of going to a, back to a restaurant, but it didn't. It didn't hit me. It didn't didn't hit do me. it for you. No, it didn't. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Maybe next week. Maybe yeah. You know, maybe next time. The maybe I'll. Next, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it, it it is. I I don't know. I I do feel like slowly. People are just going to everything's going to go back to normal in terms of like moods and everything like that. Like you said, Tig, everybody has their habits and nobody there's not a lot of people that want their habits to be that they have to just go to work and then go home. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very excited. I'm excited, too, because we finally had days that are warm. I know. Yeah. Shocking. We, we had hot days in May. Finally. And it's just it, it's it's good to be outside and it's good to not not just want to stay inside through this because it's fucking freezing out. Yep, first two warm days and I already got a sunburn. Yeah, I love it, baby. I, I fucking love okay, it. Check out that. Yeah, I got. Well, shit, I got a t-shirt on. God damn it, <laughs> dude. So have have we been watching any new or crazy shows that we want to plug because? I, I've I've kind of slacked in that department this Same. week. I didn't watch very many movies or TV shows, so I don't know if there's any good hot ones out there. I didn't really well, – I didn't watch anything new this week or, well, the past two weeks I, for that matter. But I have some news on a TV show that we like. 
Oh, we yeah. Talk about that. I know. Yes. I think I know where you're going with this. So we're all big fans of The Mandalorian. And uh-huh. over the past couple of weeks, a couple um, new castings have happened. And let's see here. So they casted, um, what's his name? Uh, what's the actor's name? It's hard to pronounce. Tim, Timura Morrison. He played Jango Fett in the Attack of the Clones Star Wars movie. Yep. So he got casted in the uh, Mandalorian. So, I mean, it's speculated that he's going to play Boba Fett. But he could also play an older clone. Clone, one of the yeah. Clones. Also, like it's not it's not official that he's playing Boba Fett. I don't think it is. So oh, that's, he could be like a lot of dude. He could, could be he like could a be. clone from the Clone Wars or something. Yeah. Show. I mean, he could be like any of the clones. And then we know that after watching the Clone Wars uh, show, that some of the clones are actually like actual characters, even though they're a clone. Like they're Play a pretty, uh, they play a pretty big yeah. role, like yeah. Rex. Yeah, that's that was my thought. So that, that's pretty big news, and that's going to be cool to see him back um, on the big screen. Now, this one just happened uh, like two or three days ago, and this one has me pumped. Did you guys see Timothy Oliphant got casted in The Mandalorian? Who's that? Timothy Oliphant is awesome. He's like he's such awesome. a perfect villain, too. He's the guy he's, – he's the other salesman in the, in the office – that keeps stealing all their clients with like higher prices. He plays in the um, live yeah, free or die Portrait. hard movie. Yeah. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, he's he plays a, like a perfect he, villain. He, he's in so many movies. You guys are going to know as soon as you look up his face, yeah. you're like, wow, he's a Timothy good, he's a very what? good actor. Timothy Oliphant. Oh, the dude from, okay. Uh, the girl next door. Yeah. Right? Yes. He's <laughs> yeah. a bad guy in that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, has he, he ever played yeah. a good guy in any sense? Of I'm trying to think. Has he played a good guy in anything? <laughs> Dude, wasn't I? I've never seen it, but I'm pretty sure he, isn't he the main character in that Justified TV yeah. show? Yeah. That yes, I, I guess people rave about that, which I'll probably watch it since it's on Hulu. But yeah, I really like that guy. Everything he's in, he he he's a great actor. He's so a very good actor. Yeah, so I'm excited about that one. Yeah, that's some that's some. Actually, that's some big time, like actors or even actresses probably too. They'll bring in for the Mandalorian season two. So I, I don't know. I'm excited. That that was one of the shows that I feel like in the beginning a lot of people watched, even if they didn't see Star Wars, because that was the first big Disney Plus original show. Right. That's true. So here's the thing, though. So I was reading that season two is already done. It's one of the few uh-huh. shows that's like still on schedule to come out when it's supposed to, you know, in the midst of all this COVID stuff. And so I don't know if these new castings are for, if those are for roles for season three or if they're just like now like coming out that this person that has in, a role in season now. two. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. But then they also, we might already talked about it. They casted someone to play uh, Ahsoka. We, we, me and JT had planned to talk about it and we did talk about it when it was just like us two on an episode. And then for some reason, something messed up where we had to go back. That may have been when Jake was cleaning the mics. Maybe it was that. That's what it was. And we, and we had to redo like the last 10 minutes and we forgot to include that. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's exciting. We'll get a live action Ahsoka and, and, uh, 
I th- I feel like I do remember us talking about it. Someone wasn't extremely happy it. with the casting. Maybe it was you, oh, Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JT doesn't like Rosario Dawson. No. Yes. So we. we... <laughs> I don't not like her. <laughs> JT on the hot seat. <laughs> JT I, fucking. I don't her. not like her, but I they I feel like I know Ahsoka is gonna would be old at that time, but Ahsoka has such a feminine voice, such yes. a like girly voice. And that girl doesn't. I thought that was such a big part. Maybe that's just me who thought that. But I thought that was such a big part of her character, her, like, sweet little voice. No, I agree 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, 100%. But I don't know how old she's supposed to be throughout the Clone Wars series. So maybe it's – she's supposed to be young. I mean, she starts off yeah, as like a youngling, a right? Yeah. yeah, she's like a teenager in the Clone Wars. Um, maybe as well, like, just because of, like Clone Wars is a cartoon, you know? So, I mean, that could be, like, an excuse – yeah, but I feel like there's other shows and movies and stuff where the casting has been like, I don't, I don't see that at all. Like, why would they like the whole um, Captain Marvel, like Brie Larson? I just do not see her as a superhero at all. And like, there was a moment of her running, and I was laughing in my seat. I was like, oh, come on, that's like the least athletic run of all time. You know, yeah. very pretty, is a very tra- like tremendous and renowned act- actress. But yeah. I just don't see her in that role. Like, what yeah. else? Cat or um whatever the Katniss Everdeen Jennifer Lawrence like the role of Katniss Everdeen is like I mean this girl is like starving starving and Katniss er, and and Jennifer Lawrence just like is not that thin you know and she yeah. and she even said I'm not going to change my body for any role well I'm sorry but that's the role like that's who you're supposed to portray so if you're not going to change your body like like goddamn Christian Bale or someone yeah. like you know. And also, like, the Percy Jackson movies, I know we had that on the docket, Alexander, Alexandra Daddario, smoke show, you know, very dark, very dark hair. The the character she's supposed to portray is supposed to have blonde hair. And she, <laughs> yeah. just, and, and she didn't dye her hair for the role. And it was like, what is the point? How are we supposed to believe this? It's insane. Yeah, all the time. And, 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 uh He's wait. He's in and out. He's gone. Sorry, you're stuttering a little bit. I think he's gone again. But <clears throat> no, yeah, I, I know. I I feel what you're saying. Um, but Tig, you'll get a kick out of this one. Me and Jake watched the uh, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> we watched the Rise of Skywalker uh, the other day, and I fell asleep during it. Really? It's so. <laughs> like, it's, and it's like I don't think it's that bad. I the only the what what, what kills me of star wars is the fat is like just the ending and the kind of like how it ends and it's like re- that's what we got that's like that's it and it kind of discredits a lot of the f- previous films that how it kept contradicting itself the whole way and the ending was kind of god yeah i'm I, i'm anxious which i will do this i don't know when i will do this but i'll probably do it before summer's over i really want to sit down and watch them all in a row, like, like just funnel one through day. the whole things. No, not not in one day. No, no, no. but like just, just see how just see how the stories really do come together with all nine movies and 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 kind of talking about what you're if if they contradict each other. Like I want to see if there is a consistent run through because ever since the new ones, I don't think I didn't watch the the prequels or the old ones or the new ones all together yet. And I mean, those new ones, I think the first one came out in like 2015 or so. So 
I, and to keep it on Star Wars, too, I wanted to touch on because I, I don't know if there's any articles or takes out there. I'm wondering if Disney will be smart about this and somehow lead the Mandalorian storyline into the whole new Star Wars movies or trilogies or, or anything like that. I'm, I'm wondering if they'll try to connect those in to give people an incentive to go see the new movies without any of the old storylines i guess i don't think they'll do that <clears throat> you don't think i think you i think man- hear me? oh yeah now we can hear but you. you're not moving yeah oh wait but i i don't i think the mandalorian is it's it's standalone thing the only thing wait let me i'm trying to trying to add up so that's after that's after return of the jedi right yeah okay, okay so never mind it's like 20 some years before uh, whatever the first new one, episode seven was. Yeah. Oh, he's back. He's back. Yeah. So I, I think it's gonna be its own, own little thing. Um, yeah. I, I, another thing about I've been getting annoyed with about Star Wars is I every new thing that's coming out since The Force Awakens, I've heard rumors that fucking Hayden Christensen was going to be like a force ghost or something. And now there's rumors that he's going to be in the Obi-Wan show. So it's like, is he in this fucking shit or not? Quit with the damn rumors. Shit pisses me off. Damn, now we can see Zar. Zar, we can't hear you. We can see you perfectly, but we can't hear you. I had myself muted because I was just bitching because I don't know why my internet's fucking up. (laughs) But now let let me ask you this. I I don't know if you heard what I said. Do you think... That any of the new Mandalorian stuff will tie into any of the new Star Wars movies? Uh, look at his face. <laughs> oh, your froze right now is great, dude. I don't know what's uh, going on. I don't know what's going uh, on. Oh, man. But um, I'll answer the question. Yeah, answer. I guess I'll answer. But I, I don't think it'll connect. I don't think, like, the Mandalorian will, like, go into a movie or something like that. But I could see maybe, like, a character or two coming out of it. That okay. might be in like a newer series, but I but I think what makes it great is that it's standalone. They are bringing some stuff in from other movies and and like generations and stuff like that. They're kind of connecting everyone together, kind of like almost like a Stranger Things show, where it kind of came out of nowhere and it connects a lot of generations together. Because like Stranger Things, it's like you know it's not a kiddish show, but it's like has the main characters are teenagers, but it's got the eighty nostalgia and the music, and it's awesome. And yep. this is kind of bringing, like, old Star Wars fans, new Star Wars fans. Everyone can enjoy Baby Yoda. Everyone can enjoy it, all for good for all ages. And I think that's what makes it so great is because it's standalone, kind of like, kind of like uh, whatever, Rogue One and kind of like Solo. Like, the standalone stuff is good. Like, the standalone stuff is really, really good. So I, I, I don't think they'd want to mess that up. Personally. Yeah. And it, it, it is kind of funny, you know, sitting here about how – we were such a huge and I'm, I'm not saying we're not now, but we were such like a huge like Star Wars pod. We loved it. We'd talk about it. And now the latest episodes were all just sitting here like, eh, is it you know, is it like oh. isn't that good? So like I, I don't know. It's it's just funny how our opinions kind of have evolved from the initial initial Star Wars talk and whatever episode that may have been. Can you guys hear me? Oh yeah. Okay. Now I can hear you. Can't see here's you. My, here's my quick thought. You can't see me? Go Just go. go. Go, Here's my quick thought. I don't think anything from the Mandalorian movies. I think they will – there will probably be some stuff to the old movies as we're on 
seeing with cast happening for old characters. Um, my about the new movies, I thought. <laughs> I can't help but laugh. Like I, I know he's getting so pissed at his internet, but he, he it is, it's funny here on our end. But, yep, there he goes. But two, with, with I've never watched the Clone Wars show, but every list that I see of people that always make like Jedi lists of like top ten Jedi's, Ahsoka's always one or two. So like I, I'm, I'm excited to see her in a live action version because. I, I haven't watched the, uh, the the actual Clone Wars show, so that that's why for me that's what makes me excited about it is because I don't know anything about her. All I know is that she was she was Anakin's Anakin's apprentice, right? Yeah. So I, I don't know that that's exciting for me. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea except like her cool blue like hair or whatever that's connected to her skin or what. It looks cool, but I've been watching honestly. Kind of we were talking about like debating Star Wars. Like, is it great? We were kind of like on the edge now that it's over. And um, like, uh, I mean, I've been watching the newer Star Trek movies. Incredible. Incredible. Very good. And like, you don't need other information being thrown into it. Like it's very easy to pick up. They kind of explain everything. And Chris Pine is very, very good. And like the the cast is like all star around. Um, I've seen the first two, the second one, I haven't seen a second time. And the third one I think just came out last year and I have yet to see that yet. But um, I, I think they're really good, and, and it's – I just think it's much simpler to kind of understand. So I would throw that in, like, very heavy, con- like, contestion. Yeah, and they're, they're also – there's a – isn't there, like, a big-time Star Trek show that's running on TV right now? I think you're right. I think it's, like, Picard or something like that or yeah. something like that. I don't know if it's an Amazon show or what, um, or maybe it's if it's, like, legit on network. I have no idea. Yeah, I just know it looks like the guy who is is it, is it the same guy who's in like the who's Doctor X in the X Men, yes. the older X Men? Yes. Yeah, okay. And he's in a lot of stuff. I think he isn't he um is he Gandalf too or something like that? I think we talked about it last episode or something like that. He might be Gandalf or he's in like the Lord of the Rings too. I think, but um it looks good. I haven't seen that. That was the one thing, like, if you go old school Star Trek, like, back in the 70s or 80s, I mean, they have, like, I think, like, 300 episodes or something like that. It's absurd. Jeez. And that's just kind of hectic. But, like, the movies, I mean, now nowadays with the technology and stuff, it looks so sick. So yeah. if they do a show now, like, maybe I'll get into that. I'll, I'll have to see the, um, the second movie again and uh, the third movie. And I'll probably watch the show because that'd be, like, pretty cool. Yeah, I've part for some reason I want to say it's on like ABC or NBC or like one of the really on a big, big network, wow. big time network. So, and I I think I actually think it's been running for at least a year or two. I could be completely wrong, but I I do remember seeing like a, a big time commercial about it, maybe during the Super Bowl or something. I can't remember. And I I know for like Star Trek fans that was such a big deal because you know they're they're bringing some of the old cast back and I guess tying it all in. So I, I don't know. That's exciting. But I wanted to ask you, can you educate me on Percy Jackson? Like is, is this show going to be legit? Were there movies before the show? Like I know nothing about Percy Jackson. Yeah. So yeah, Percy Jackson, I think someone found like an announcement or something. They're going to make a live action show for Disney plus. Right. That was like kind of the announcement. So Percy Jackson, started as like a book series by this guy, Rick Riordan, who, um, incredible storyteller. And, um, they're like young adult books and it's all based around like mythology, like Greek, like starts out with just like straight Greek mythology. 
And then um, later on in the there's a first five book series and then the next five book series kind of kind of are like the next six through ten books of that. But they bring in like the Roman aspects as well and kind of show their similarities, kind of show their differences and stuff like that. And they do educate on like a lot of like a lot of the Greek and Roman myths out there like Medusa, Hercules, Achilles, like all of these stories are basically told and they're just told through like a nowadays story. Like the, okay. the, the, the camp where all these kids go to is in New York city is in like upstate New York and stuff like that. So like they kind of bring it all in and it's, it's incredible books, incredible storytelling. And they had two movies, I believe. Okay. I thought so. I thought so. Hmm. They had two movies <laughs> and they were, they were just, App, like did not do the books any justice at all it was almost like it was you should have like the production should have just shut it down halfway through and be like this isn't working like it's we can't like i don't know if the cgi wasn't there at that time or what but maybe they just didn't have the right people in charge of the project but it was just terrible like i kind of mentioned earlier alexandra daddario was annabeth and annabeth is a child of athena and athena's athena's children all resemble the same all of athena's children are kind of like all look the same you know, they share the same attributes, and that is like stormy gray eyes and blonde hair. And when she do- when she shows up, it- it's like reddish brunette hair. It's like what we couldn't even get that fucking right. You know, yeah. like yeah. I-, I don't know if it was just a problem with dyeing her hair, and they were like, well, we can't just you know take away the job. We've already given it to her. Maybe that was a problem. But um, yeah, so the whole thing is like Percy Jackson. All of these kids at this camp are demigods, which is like half half god or half god, half mortal, like and a muggle. Uh, not like a muggle, not, not necessarily. It's like, I guess half, it would be like half blood. So it'd be okay. like, blood blood? yeah, it'd be like, no, <laughs> it would be like one <laughs> wizard, wizard, full, yeah. like half or full, full blown wizard, um, mating with like a muggle. So it's a God mating with a mortal woman or, or father, depending on, but they are like, they are, um, like camouflaged as regular people. Cause they can just change okay. the form the whole time. So that's kind of it. And and how it starts, spoiler alert, Percy Jackson and what makes him like so powerful and like so kind of the main protagonist is he is a child of um, Poseidon. And the big three gods are Poseidon, Zeus and Hades. And they had a pact in which they were never to have children with mortals because their children were proved to be like too powerful. And so the fact that like 30 years later, this child is born and then it's like. I mean, so many people are after this child now because one, like he is proof that that he broke the, his word to the other gods and stuff like that. So it's kind of like it starts out like very cr- hectic and crazy like and you're trying to pick up the pieces. But the books are very good. I have like a, I have a couple of literally I don't want to read them, but the movies were not good in that aspect. Like they kind of they didn't go in line with the books like the first movie isn't the first book. They kind of like throw different things in from other books. Because they just like probably were like, we can't do that. We can't do that. And just if you read them, you're kind of like, it'd be hard to do this unless there's crazy CGI. Because like like I mentioned, gods are like changing their form so many times and stuff like that. It'd be very hard. Um, and it also could probably do well as like an anime show, kind of like Avatar The Last Airbender or something like that. That's, I was just about to bring up Avatar The Last yeah. Airbender. Like that could probably that could probably might work well, but we'll see what Disney Plus does. That looks cool. There's also going to be another Netflix show called Chaos, K A O S, and that's like a uh, um, Greek and myth, uh, Greek mythological show, I guess, coming to Netflix. There's no date; it just is like coming soon on Netflix. So maybe that'll be cool too. But um, I was always a big fan of mythology and stuff like that. 
And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that series for sure. Yeah. It, and just the way you're explaining it, it sounds like something that'd be right up our alley. Oh yeah. Like, sure. like something that I could see myself getting into and really even, you know, thinking back on like childhood and movies and shows that I've liked and I've watched, I don't ever think I've really not on like, not on purpose because I dislike it, but I don't ever think I've gotten to any like mythology kind of shows or movies before. So for me, that would be, that's like a cool spin on it because you know, there are some people to this day that probably do believe that all that shit exists or did exist. So I, I don't know that, that that's exciting. Yeah. I, and who's yeah. to say, who's to say it's not true. Who's Seriously. To say that Catholicism with, you know, Jesus Christ carrying this cross <laughs> And I mean, which may or may not have happened. I mean, many, I mean, many, many, I mean, most of the world believe it's true and stuff like that. But who's to say he was the God? Who's to say, one, all this happened. Who's to say that he was the God? Who's the Messiah? Like the Jews obviously don't believe that because that's like the one big discerning fact or discerning difference. And I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. It's like seeing is believing for so many. And especially in this world where so many people are lying and faking it, faking till they make it on the internet and stuff like that. So, it, I mean, it's it's not I, I don't think it goes against you to say to like offer a little Dude, skepticism. To I'm it. the same exact way as you when it comes to that stuff. Like I, I do get a little frustrated with people like even if like I, I think it's kind of good sometimes to question everything. Like some people are just when it comes to like religion and stuff, so many people are like straight by the book. And it's like if you say anything they don't even give it a chance. It's like so close-minded. Some people are so close-minded when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, like who's to say that shit didn't happen? Like like you just said. Like you know what I mean? Like maybe Jesus yeah. – uh, maybe Jesus – well, I guess he technically would be in the sense how you explained it. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jesus was just a, a, a demigod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like seriously though. Well, yeah. and, and Like you know what I'm saying? Like there's so many – we don't know, and it's not bad to question that. Like, well, and, and I and – one thing like another positive from quarantine is, you know, I've been, you know, reading stuff more, like educating myself on things that happened. And now, you know, we're learning we, – we touched on before that like UFOs and everything, they're all real. And it, it, it is crazy to think that. Some people, like you just said, if they can't see it in front of them or touch it in their hand, that there's no way in this world that it happened. I I just I don't think you can think that way in today's society. You you have to you can't shut your brain off to that stuff. You, You have to accept that, you know, maybe there is other things out there, which it is proven now there's there's aliens out there. So what what's to say that this kind of stuff didn't go on or isn't going on right now as we speak. Hot take. The Greek gods were aliens. Whoa. It's true. And <laughs> I mean, because every time when you think of gods and everything like that, at least for me, you always think of the sky. Like you always think of things coming from the sky or yeah. something coming down. And Maybe that's what it was, you know, people coming down, visiting, helping. And still I'm I am you. You can't convince me that humans made pyramids, dude. I'm sorry. There's no way without the technology that we have now, you're going to tell me that hundreds of humans dragged those blocks up that giant ass pyramid and created those. Sorry, humans. 
I don't, I'm not going to give us credit here. We didn't have machines. We didn't have bulldozers. But the crazy thing is, is maybe we did back in the day. Maybe we had all that stuff and a virus wiped everything out and we had to go back to square one. <laughs> Who's to tell me that it's not possible? Nobody can. I, Nobody can. I uh, saw to quote, something. To quote Dwight Truth, they whip people, so that helped. <laughs> I saw a picture the other day. I can't remember who's tw- who tweeted it or – it was like our humans uh, – what was the word they used? Like not progressing, but we're getting worse. Regressing. 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 So it showed like the picture of you know how, of evolution, and then it goes into a human, and then it goes back down into like a hunched like fat guy, and then it goes into a pig. <laughs> it's a pig. hey Yeah, no, but like I'm – hey Talking about evolution and pigs. Can you guys hear me? There you yep, are. There he is. My point was, though, Jake, on what Jake was saying, maybe people were just way better laborers back then than they are now. Yeah. Like, sure, you know what sure. I mean? Yeah, Zarda, to catch you up, basically, we ran through Percy Jackson, which led into that I didn't realize that was like mythological things and stuff like that. And then we kind of just spun off into how every, humans now, you have to either see it or hold it or it's not real so that that's what we're and then i brought up pyramids and shit because everything like aliens all of that stuff always comes from the sky when you think of and jt said hot take the roman gods were aliens the, so the greek the gods. greek gods I get mean. it fucking right. fuck yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> it's real something to walk into man Lucky, yeah I don't know. I, I caught JT saying that maybe people were just better laborers back then to make those things. Yeah. So I, I can agree with that. I just think um, there was a lot more manpower, too, with slavery. Yeah. So, true. yeah, take that into account. That's something I never – yeah, that's something yeah. I never actually really think about. It It is crazy to think that, like, <laughs> humans back in the day were just like, yeah, dude, I know you're just like me. You know, you can walk around just like me, but your skin's different, so you're going to be my slave. Like, that thought process to me is insane. I mean, but some, even some cultures, though, it wasn't really, it wasn't based on the difference of skin color. Some places enslaved their own fucking people, too. Yeah. I mean, it was just all about having power over somebody. Dictatorships, pretty much. Ancient Did, dictatorships. Yeah. Did you guys ever see the old cartoon, um about moses the movie what's the fuck it's called prince of egypt or something like that emperor's i don't know new. what what'd you say he said emperor's new groove no. <laughs> not emperor's new groove i'm not getting into it it's just the way you were talking about it made me think of that movie because it has a lot to do with like their own people were the slaves right well i i forgot to mention this and i'm very very pissed off that i did first and foremost i want to shout out kyle because I know he is smoking those meats, baby. But I don't know if you guys saw. I think it was two or three weeks ago when Kyle uploaded that picture of the sides. And it was like, comment and vote on your favorite sides. Yeah. Not even. They did it on the same day. Hangover Barbecue, an hour and a half later, literally did the exact same thing. And I found it so funny because it was either Kyle or somebody just com- like posted it or whatever. I, I can't remember, but it was – um something like oh this looks familiar so i I don't know it's just it it was 
for some reason, I forgot to mention that, and I found it very, very funny that in the same exact day, they copied the ex- same exact post. That's funny. And it's like, that's funny, and it's like, uh, I forget, what, what's the quote? It's like, something is the nicest form of sincerity or something like that, or the sincerest oh, form of flattery. Yeah. Flattery, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, that's crazy that, you know, I mean, I don't know about you. I don't know the whole barbecue war. I personally go to Country Roads Barbecue to support Kyle. And one, I hear they're all they, – I mean, they have they have the supply more often than not of what I want. So many stories I hear of Hangover, they're already sold out and stuff, and, like, they refuse to make more. And it's like, that, what kind of business yeah. model is that? Makes no sense. Hangover is definitely a smaller operation. They run out of their meats faster. But Country Roads does the same thing. When they run out of ribs or whatever, they're done for the day. You know what I mean? It's only a certain amount of supply for the day. But what I like about Country Roads is they just have more to choose from. I mean, there's more stuff there, more sides. They got those chicken sandwiches that are, are bomb. So, <laughs> you know, and like you said, I like to support Kyle. So that's, you know, did anyone happen to go there yesterday and get your free slider? I, I literally completely forgot. I even reposted it. Mm. I had it on my story and, you know, we... It, it was honestly just by mistake. We woke up and we worked on the deck and then it was like three or four and we started a fire. But like I did everything that we you always hear. And when I had country roads, the, the, the food's just so good. Just so good. It's bomb. Well, let it's me tell bomb. you. My mom yesterday made some fucking sausages. I put it on a bun. With some sauerkraut on it and some spicy brown mustard. Let me tell you, talk about some fucking good shit right there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and then I was talking to her yesterday, which it, I mean, that's kind of like a barbecue. What I'm about to say, I love like I could just eat like sauce, like something like that with like baked beans and cheese shells. Dude, I could, like, live on, like, baked beans and cheese shells, like, for the rest of my life. Um, I'm with you. They're so good. There's oh, my yeah. little sense about uh, food. What's uh, what, what's your guys' like, favorite comfort food? Like, what's, what's the food that, like, when you go home and, like, you know, after a long day or whatever that you know that if you eat, you're just going to fucking absolutely love it? Like, mine, mine's turned into – Grilled chicken and potatoes, dude. Oh yeah. If if I can grill chicken and, oh, yeah. and mix it with potatoes, like that is my comfort food. Mine what is kind uh, of potatoes, just baked. No, so I I end up cutting the golden uh, potatoes and I actually end up cooking it all together in one skillet. So I'll start with the potatoes first because oh, yeah. for some reason potatoes take they do. so long to cook. I'll never understand that. But and then I end up once the Potatoes are almost done. I throw the chicken in and get all the juices and everything together, and it's just fucking fire. Oh, yeah, it's fire. Mine's probably a bowl of cereal. (laughs) Dude, I love cereal. I swear to God, I love cereal. I'm with you. I'm with you. And it's like because obviously I ate fucking a whole pizza to myself yesterday. But besides that, and the blueberry pancakes, damn. So I guess I really haven't been eating that healthy. But I try to eat healthy, like, for the most part, like, during the week at least. And, like, I love – I've said this to you guys mo- multiple times. I love fucking sweet stuff. I, like, cannot turn down sweet stuff. So I'm not saying cereal is, like, healthy, but it's a better choice to eat a bowl of cereal than eating, like, chocolate cake. 
So wow. yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. But it, it gives me my sweet fix. Right. No, I, I get exactly what you're saying. It's kind of like with me, like I eat peanut butter waffles. And for some reason, that kind of gives me like a sweet fix, yeah. too, even though it's not dessert. Yeah. 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 You know. So, I, I mean, uh, that's that's always been my go to food at home. I'll pop in two Eggo waffles and put some peanut butter on that. And Dude. that that's that sounds that's fun. my yeah. bad butter. I know we I, I know we've <laughs> talked about that before on the pod, but I, I will say you are the first person that I ever knew that did waffles with peanut butter. And the older I get, the more it comes out that that's it, it kind of a lot of people do that. I thought you were insane when I people, first did that. So saying people like thought I was insane in high school and I was like it's it's so normal. I was like, I know so many other people that do it. I guess just not in the central community because either that or people just like to make fun of me to make fun of me, but the the, the peanut butter waffles are delicious, you know, and if you're, if you're looking for a little bit of an extra sweet kick, then buy the chocolate chip Eggo waffles and put peanut butter on them. Oh, I used to love those chocolate chip Eggo waffles. Oh, they're so good. So good. Dude. And then I remember too, when, we always used to go to wing nights in high school. Like, I can't remember who it was, but I know that we had a song about you, Zara, about you loving Parmesan garlic wings, bro. And I, I <laughs> it was like, it was like a, a small little song, but we would always just like sing and rap about how much you just loved Parm garlic. So that's, that, that's why it's funny too, how you said maybe people were just making fun of me to make fun of me. That's, that instantly just popped in my head for some reason. That was probably what they were doing. Everyone just liked to get under my skin because they knew they could get a rise out of me. <laughs> I don't remember that, though, specifically about the parm garlic wings. I will say that, like, B-dubs was, like, kind of a new thing for me junior and senior year of high school. Like, I didn't really eat there that often growing up. So, like, when everyone started going a lot and, like, I when I tried that – wing flavor i was like this shit's bomb so yeah i got it every time fuck yeah i got it every time it was so good <laughs> it's fucking it's fun. still that's still one of my go-to flavors there I, I like the parm garlic there the uh the hot barbecue the mango habanero they have the they have like a buffalo dry rub there it's really good too and their asian zing always used to be my go-to that's a good one too hot garlic that's actually, as well. you're making me crave b-dubs now been a while i don't think that's ever gonna happen for me i think B-dubs <laughs> is very overrated in terms of like the quality of the wing and everything especially Dude, like, with 19 hole, hole right there like i'm sorry I don't i'm not their traditional wings their traditional yeah. wings suck yeah if you get if i go to b-dubs it's just it's purely to get their boneless wings which is just chicken nuggets chicken nuggets yeah dude i fucking that's the whole thing that pisses me off is boneless wings. Dude, but see, I'm team boneless wings. I know you Everybody's are. always made fun of me for boneless wings. Here's my take on it. I'll eat traditional wings if I'm going to pick the wings up and I'm eating them at home or at someone's house. I feel so uncomfortable when I'm out at a restaurant and I have – I'm known to get shit on my shirt anyways. So, like, I have – Shit all over my fingers. It's all over my face. I, I do the boneless simply for you're able to put a fork in it, dip it in that ranch, and put it in your mouth. So I do it for more of like a cleanliness food, but I I, I don't 
I don't understand how boneless wings get such a bad rap. I just don't get it. I, I'm with you, Jake. Like I kind of based my decision off of like, like what the rest of the day is going to pan out to be. Like if I'm going out to a restaurant and I know I'm just going there and then going home after, I'll get traditional wings. I don't care about making a mess. But like, that. if I know I'm going to go out to dinner, then we're going to go out for the rest of the night and like be out around people. I'm like, I don't want to get all messy and like, you know, your let's face it, your fucking fingers always smell like the wing sauce for the rest of the night. <laughs> always, dude. And then if you have facial hair or whatever, yeah, you can hot. you can scrub that shit for as long as you want afterwards. But your all your top lip is always just gonna smell like chicken wing sauce. Always. Yeah. I'm with you. It's very situational for me, no doubt. But I like I like if you hate on boneless wings, then dude, you're just hating for no reason. It's chicken and it's good. Okay, dude. And for some reason, I don't know if you guys have seen Twitter has turned into like chick, like tweets going viral with just chicks just bashing everything that dudes do. Like I, I, I saw one about there was a whole article written. It was like guys aren't wearing masks because it threatens their masculinity and all this stuff. I'm like, no, dude, people are just choosing not to wear masks if you want to wear masks that's great if you don't that's fine and then then i saw a tweet the same thing it was like boneless wings are for females i'm like what the fuck like can i can i do anything where it doesn't have to be male or female like can we get to a point in life to where if you guys want to be equal we can't rip people for what food and drinks we have guys i have some breaking news has your pizza arrived from yesterday when I tried to order it on DoorDash. <laughs> what? And now it's here. So it took your order like over overnight. <laughs> and we're like, shit, this guy's been waiting like 12 hours. What the fuck? Are you pumped? I would be. Dude, but I'm fat. I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't. I literally don't want it. Did you guys hear the doorbell? Yes. It was perfect timing. It was perfect timing for the recording. This is incredible. I have some breaking news. It was like, ding dong. This wow. is fucking hysterical. Oh, dude. my gosh. Is it warm? Yeah. It's got to be fresh. It's probably fresh. Oh, fuck. But let's gears here for a second. Um, let's get away from the healthy talk. Um, you know I'm going to fucking eat it. But anyway, Zar, I know you probably are especially pumped about this. Um. The Tony Hawk games getting remastered. Yes. I'm very excited. Very, very excited. It's my number one most looked forward to game now. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I'm very excited just to relive an integral piece of my childhood. So I'm very, very, very excited. Can't wait. When does that come out? September 4th. So it's like doesn't even have to wait till holidays, which is awesome. No, and... Um, once pre-orders go live, which I have to imagine is going to be pretty soon, if you pre-order it, you get, uh, you get the playable demo, so you'll get to play the game, you know, test it out, so I'm pretty excited. Yeah, let me, let me ask you this, because I, I haven't, I, I'm, I'm ecstatic, I know I'm going to get it, I haven't really read into it, is it, is it going to be just like the last games, or are you going to be able to get off the board like in Tony Hawk Underground and shit like that. 
No, so basically it's it's all the mechanics. It's the same engine from the first two games. They like went back and pulled the code, you know, to try to get the most authentic feel possible. But then they added in just a few elements that were added in on like Pro Skater Three and Pro Skater Four. Um, so what I think Underground was the first one where you could get off the board. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a part of the game. But like they added in manuals, which wasn't in um, the first two games. So you'll be able to do manuals to have longer combos. Um, I believe they added in like the revert thing when you land off of a off of a trick. You can do a revert, which will also keep your combo. That wasn't in the first two games. And then it's rumored that the spine transfer is going to be on there, which also wasn't in the first two games. And the spine transfer wasn't added in until underground. What's that? What, what What's the spine transfer is where you'll hit the ramp, you'll hit the spine transfer button, which was usually the trigger and it would transfer you over to the next like, ramp. Yeah. Back there was one on the other side of it. I always loved doing that. Yeah. Oh, so much. That's a fun move. Big time. Yeah. And you um, couldn't do that in the original ones. You just go up in the air and like you could, go forward off the ramp but it wouldn't be like a perfect transfer like right back down onto it yeah i'm i'm anxious like i i always played tony hawk games growing up so i'm i'm very very excited i'm wondering if we'll see you know because if he remakes the underground games i'm gonna be so ecstatic dude like i i love tony hawk pro skater one and two but I love the underground games solely because you could get off the board. And I don't know why I like that so much, but you could get off and you could, you know, set yourself up for like a cool trick or like run to a top and set yourself off for a big run and the spray paint factor and everything like that. So I'm, I'm hoping we see Tony Hawk games become more of a thing again, because I, I sat there for hours and played those games. Right. So like do an open world, like a Tony Hawk open world kind of ish. That would be sad. That'd be legit. I mean, that's ba- that's kind of what they were going for with the underground games in American Wasteland. It's just obviously back then it couldn't support that big of an open world. But like if you play American Wasteland, you know, you can skate to a bunch of different areas. Like it's supposed to be all connecting. Uh, like their big thing when they came out was no loading screen. So like you go through these long corridors to get to the next area. Like from L.A., you go from L.A. to like Venice or or Santa Monica Beach. You're just going through this like corridor, like a subway thing. And that's technically the loading part right there. But uh, I think if there, I think if this remaster is successful, I think there's a a good chance that we could get the underground games remastered as well. And and I and I don't see this honestly. I don't see this game not being successful. The hype yeah. is already there. Uh, they got the entire original cast back, almost the entire original soundtrack. They said only less than a handful of songs didn't make it. Did you guys so, have a go-to uh, character you played with? In the originals, yeah, I played um, Rodney Mullen and Jeff Rowley were my two go-to skaters. I feel like I always went with uh, Bam, just from like Jackass and stuff like that. Just from like watching those movies, like I'm, just, I'm gonna be Bam because I, you know, don't want to be Tony Hawk, don't want to be that guy to just play as like the main guy. So I was like, I'll go Bam. Yeah, and and like you just, I, I didn't even think about the open world aspect. That'd be so cool if you'd be able to join your buddy's game and you guys can just like skate together and shit like that. 
Because even split screen Tony Hawk was incredible. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. I mean, I'm a big fan of the like, I, like I said, I like the underground stuff where that was more like mission based challenges, yeah. like you're you're progressing the story. But I love the old school where it's just level by level, and you beat the challenges to that level, then move on. And yeah. so what so what I'm hearing is that they added in this new one, it's gonna be all the same format like that, except there will be one specific challenge per level that's different for like depending on the skater you're using so there's going to be skater specific challenges too which i think is a cool addition just just a nice little you know added challenge for you so a little bit more on each level but my theory is and what i read in one of the articles so it kind of reaffirms my theory is that they're eventually they're going to add levels from Pro Skater 3 onto this remaster too, like gotcha. DLC. I think there's because the game, it's called Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 Plus 2. So I'm like, well, that that makes three. Uh, okay, I see. So, I see where you're coming. And in the article, the the person said that they will continue to support the game after launch, and that they have some content after launch too. So that's what I'm thinking that there'll be stuff added in from the third game, which I'll be. So excited about it. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 was that's way up there in my favorite ones for sure. Yeah, love that one. I'm wondering too with with everything that's going on and you know sports like that. I wonder if we'll see more. I I can't remember what the word for those sports are called. I don't think it's combat sports because I know that's UFC. But wondering if we'll see more like surfing, skateboarding, oh. biking, be at more like of that adventure, stuff. Adventure sports, adventure sports with that. Extreme, extreme sports, extreme sports. Extreme sports. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Because, you know, with that kind of stuff, you're, you're, you're by yourself essentially. So I'm wondering if, if this kind of kick starts the extreme sports back up, because I, I, I would enjoy watching that stuff. I mean, oh, I'd for sure watch it. And what I can't, I cannot believe I'm about to say this, but I am going to put it on record. I don't miss sports that much. I'm not even going to sit here in yeah. front. I don't, I like, I have not, it's nice to sit down and watch on TV. I have my favorite teams, everything like that, but I, I don't miss it as much as I thought it, I would. It's crazy because I was talking to my parents about this. I'm the same. I really don't either. Like, I haven't been like, a lot of people that have been like legitimately like depressed that there's no sports to watch. Like honestly, I know, I know maybe it's cause it's this time of year. I don't, I'm not normally into True. anything, you know, uh, cause I don't, you know, I don't watch, I don't really get into like hockey or anything like that or basketball. When's the NBA? I don't even fucking know. NBA would still right be going. Now. Playoffs Hawk. would be right yeah. now. Yeah. So like, I know I never really got into that, but I've been the same way. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. So I go back and forth with that. But take what do you think of uh, Survivor? So Survivor, Winners at War, officially done. Three hour, three hour finale, and that no reunion at all. Didn't even bother with like the Zoom reunion, which I thought was like interesting. But I guess I mean like some people don't want to hear. I mean you know not everyone has like the greatest mics and stuff like that. People come in, you don't know who's talking to who. You know it'd probably be hectic. So kind of like this. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) kind of like this, but, I mean, with, you know, three cameras and mics, it's, like, a lot easier to kind of manage, but, um, honestly, I thought it was, like, one of the best seasons they've ever had, 
considering that they had the Edge of Extinction um, sort of themed. So, yeah, if anyone doesn't want to listen to Survivor, just, like, skip ahead, like, four minutes real quick. But um, I, I thought it was incredible. You know, they started off with five. Natalie Anderson comes back from the Edge, which everyone kind of, like, she had to have been the heavy favorite because the edit was just showing all her, the episodes leading up and stuff. And her boyfriend looks like Dave Batista. <laughs> who, I mean, he, if you, he, WWE wrestler, superstar, and then he, he's one of the Guardians of the Galaxy, one, the, like the big guy, Strax or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, she comes back. I forget who they kick off next. Um, oh, Denise, who, you know, won some of the challenges, took out Sandra the Queen, sent her pack, and she goes home. And, like, it kind of all came down to this big alliance of, um, so, of Tony and Sarah, who are cops are us. Sarah was my girl. And, um, you know, she started trying to, like, plead her case to the jury at literally the first coming back because Natalie told her, it was like, the, ju- or the the people on the edge, like, don't respect your game. They're going after Tony. I think some of it was a little fabricated because they wanted Sarah to make a move, honestly, yeah. just to dethrone Tony and disrupt the game. But I also think there was a lot of truth to it, which is why, you know, we saw a lot of um, long monologues um, from Sarah on um, – in front of the jury at tribal council, you know, a lot about like gender bias and stuff like that. She really wanted to tell her story and make it, make it known that she was a part of every single move that Tony was. And then towards the end, um, it was them two and this guy, Ben, who was an ex Marine, um, good player of survivor, kind of hectic, but he was a part of the Alliance and Ben offers himself up to be voted out by Sarah. Dude, that's the I hate when people do that, bro. Offered up in a $2 million game. Offered himself up. But the reason why, part of the reason why is, one, I, I mean, I think he was kind of, like, emotionally drained and stuff like that. And, like, he, he has, like, severe PTSD from, you know, his his time overseas and stuff. Completely understandable. Um, and, um, but I think he just, he, he, I think he trusted Sarah enough. And he just wanted to see Sarah win. Because Sarah was playing a great game and no one saw it. So I just think that goes into play how good of Sarah Lucina's social game is that she's got her own alliance members begging to be voted out by her. And it's like yeah. crazy that we don't see – there's a lot of stuff we didn't see in the last episode. Like she had a fake hidden immunity idol that got her to the end. And at, at the end, we had the fire-making challenge of Tony versus Sarah. Cops are us. Basically, it was a $2 million fire challenge because like they both controlled the game the whole time. They had to make fire to burn a rope like two feet up in the air. The first one to do it would go to the final tribal council and complete their case to the jury. And, I mean, it was electric. And also, Sarah volunteered to be put in it. Natalie wasn't going to pick her to go in it. So, like, Sarah, again, did so many moves to put herself into the position to win the game. If she would have won that fire-making challenge, she would have easily won the game, no doubt. And, um, I mean, Tony played an impressive game, played it just as good as Sarah, and he won, like, three or four individual immunity challenges, too. Like, that's what kind of set him apart. It's like he was winning on his own. He wasn't relying too much on the alliance, but the alliance was strong throughout the whole time. And it was an incredible season of Survivor, and it might be the only Survivor episodes we're going to get in year 2020 because they have, have not yet filmed 41 just because so much production was taken taken precedent with this and then the corona hit. So, like, it stinks we might not see more Survivor this season or this year. So, um, let me, that let me stinks, ask you this. Unreal season. Have Has Tony and or Sarah played the game before? Yeah, so winners at war, they took 20 past winners. So all these players have won the million dollars before. Oh, so my So this God. is kind of like the best of the best, and they were playing for $2 million total now this time. So Or $2 million like additional, like the winner of this game. So it was like – I mean this was this was all-stars on steroids. 
And um, it, it was it was incredible. And like I think a lot of people, if the people were I, the the big problem was the edge of extinction theme because Natalie was the first person voted out in the game. She got voted out day two and just survived, survived, gained up her tokens or whatever, and then came back, had had a hidden immunity idol, found another immunity idol, and then won the last immunity challenge. So like, damn. It's it's like she played literally six days on the technical island of Survivor, but she still made it to the end. Two two seasons ago, they did the first time, and the guy who came back won. So it's like it, it's kind of like a cheap cop out, people say, but that's just like the theme of the game. And it's I, just, I think, yeah, I that, think it, it is. It's just a part of the game now, dude. But even even set even with that. You know, you're starting to see that in the challenge. The challenge sometimes has those houses where you get voted out and you can come back in. That's an aspect of Big Brother, too, now. They don't do it every season, but, you know, you get voted out, you play in a house that they don't know it, and you come back in. So that 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 itself is a crazy dynamic of the game. Yeah, I think the main reason why they wanted it in this season was that, you know, 20 past winners. So, I mean, literally every person playing is someone's favorite out there. Yeah. So I think, I mean, that goes to say, like, you get voted out, but you in your mind, you're still like, well, my favorite person could still come back into the game, you know? So I yeah. think that kept a lot of hope of, like, people watching. I think it was probably, like, the most watched season of Survivor in, like, a decade, honestly, is because of that. So, um, you know, it's, it's good for TV ratings. It's not good if you, like, you know, this if this whole integrity of the game and stuff like that. But um, I, I thought it was an incredible season. Would recommend it to everyone. Um, but the thing is, like, so many people are watching this season and haven't seen every season where they won. So it's like, oh, go watch this season. It's like, oh, well, this person's here, so I have to know this person wins at the end. So it's kind of yeah. spoiler alert. But incredible season. Sarah Lucina, incredible gameplay. Still, like, one of my favorite players to ever play. And Tony just – Tony definitely deserved it. Yeah. I, I just want to say thanks to our Survivor Insider, Anthony Ty, on giving everybody the down low and the insight on what it takes to win Survivor. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. But – oh, go ahead, Zar. Sorry. I was just going to say, if to keep it on TV shows for a second, I had an interesting tidbit I found out the other day. I didn't know if you guys knew this or not about Dave. We all really like the show Dave. Yeah. Um. Did you know that the co-writer of on Dave was a big writer on Seinfeld and was a producer for a couple seasons on Seinfeld? What's the name? Jeff Schaefer. Oh my! I've seen that name so much. No way. Yeah, and he's I saw the co-writer it the other day. Of Dave? Yeah, he's the co-writer yeah. of Dave. So I was like, "Oh, Tig will find that really cool. He's a big Seinfeld fan." No way. Yeah. Dude, that's another crazy. About, another thing about Dave is Gata plays himself too yeah i know i just found that out too like he goes by gata in real life and that was like actually his story like he's actually bipolar and all that shit so i thought that was like a cool thing it's that's pretty awesome and it just makes you think like um taco's character and then his roommate who becomes his manager (laughs) i feel like those those two are obviously they're actors but they got to be based on somebody there's a one L like the, his name's Els. Yeah. He calls him Els in the show. Els is a real like uh, producer guy. It's not Taco, obviously, but right, right. But he, it's just like cool his name in real life is Els. It's all based off of real people. Yeah, that's crazy. And it, it is, and and what what fat what fascinates me about Lil Dicky 
is now everything that's come. Well, I'm sorry, not Lil Dicky, Dave. I'm going to call him Dave from now on. What fascinates me about him is he's been shooting his shot and calling this out since his album came out in like 2015, which I had no idea about. You know, if, if you listen to uh, like interviews and, and read things like he's this was his plan. He never wanted to be a rapper. He wanted to be a comedian, but he knew this would be the way that he could go viral. So it, it's literally fascinating that the whole time he's just like, this is what I'm going to do. And it, it's it's all happening. Everything's happening. I, I think if we see the show go as far as he wants it to go. It's going to completely form a circle, and the show's going to end with him making a show. Whoa. <laughs> Dang, that would be I, sick. I, that's what I think's going to happen. And that'd be perfect because in Seinfeld, midway through, they go to NBC to create a pilot about oh, a show yeah, about that's right. nothing. About nothing. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That is that is like such an awesome like recipe for success with like someone so funny as Dave. And then you have like a Seinfeld writer who, you know, quite possibly created the greatest sitcom of all time. And God, I, I that's so awesome. And speaking he, he, on Seinfeld. Well, here, let's keep let's keep on Dave until well, well, just, he, the Schaefer guy is credited. He's he also did several episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm as well. So like this guy's been a, a big time name in comedy shows for decades so uh, the you know the fact that that two teamed up with uh dave is is pretty cool and yeah. it's a, obviously a recipe for success absolutely and it, i mean and you know like a lot of people had to put so much faith into dave i mean kevin hart's like the big name producer yeah of the I saw whole that. Thing. and it's it's very very cool and i was trying to look up the video but you know kevin hart's from philly Dave's from Philly. I didn't realize Dave's first show in Philly, which I do believe is true, was with Meek Mill. Like, I actually think it that's was. Like, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it was. And he, he said it's crazy because he's up there rapping and everything. And then all of a sudden, while he's singing a song, Kevin Hart just comes on stage and, and starts, like, singing with him. And Dave said he looks over and he's like, while he's singing in his head, he's thinking, he's like, holy fuck, that's Kevin Hart. <laughs> and he, he comes on stage while Dave's performing. So I, I don't know the whole the whole story and the whole connection. It is absolutely amazing. I would love to see down the road. I you know Dave can stay in TV, but I would love to see a comedy special from mm-hmm. Dave, an hour comedy special. A- anything that dude says with his tone, it makes me laugh. He's incredible. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And like you said, a lot of people must have had faith in him for these things because another executive <laughs> producer on the show is that um, Scooter – I can't remember his last oh, yeah, name. Oh, Scooter Braun. Braun. Yeah. Scooter Braun. Braun. yeah. And he Big discovered name, Bieber. Bieber, Ariana Grande, and he's Abby also a big – Yeah, he's also a big investor in the um, in the esports scene with 100 Thieves as well. Yeah, so like – just so many components going on behind that show. I think it's really cool. And I, I think that speaks as to why it's so well, it captivated us. Yeah. And it, it's clearly was a success. I, I think it has, it broke viewership records for um, FX and for, for Hulu and stuff like that. So yeah. Awesome I, show. I agree. And, and I, I w- I've been watching the old, his old interviews and I, only watch the first 10 or 11 minutes when he actually goes on the breakfast club where mm. when that scene is inspired from 
Yeah. And a lot, there's a couple lines and things that he says that are, are just verbatim in the show. Oh, yeah. Like, he literally yeah. says it. Yeah, I watched that interview, too. Uh, I, I went and found it a few days after watching that episode. Yeah, Charlemagne just being Charlemagne. I don't like him. Yeah, what, what's uh, our take on Charlemagne? I, I'm, I'm not a big Charlemagne fan, but I will, I'll give him respect here because he always keeps it 100. I'm... No, Not but you can't fan. just you can't, people use that too much now. I didn't like the way he treated Mac Miller at first either. Like Mac but, Miller's first time on the Breakfast Club. Yeah, like people people say, "Oh, I'm just keeping it 100." No, that doesn't give you an excuse to just be an asshole. That's true. Yeah. You're right. I yeah. agree. Yeah, a lot of people use that now. It's like, no, you're just a fucking dick. Yeah, he is. He. It's weird because like there's several and i'm sure we could find more besides lil dicky and mac miller's first times being on that show i bet you he's treated other people that way too that he was like it seems like he's like not willing to give people credit until he either gets to know him a little better like personally know him a little better like he can't just look at their body of work and give them credit i don't know he he, he rubs me the wrong way sometimes he definitely does yeah no, I, I, I agree. I, I mean, now that, yeah, now that I say that, I understand what you guys are talking about. I, I, I guess, too, he, he probably is just like, he's probably drinking, drinking the juice and saying, like, dude, I'm a big famous radio guy. Like, you're going to come on my show. I'm going to treat you the way that I want to treat you. So I know it kind of contradicts what I just said. But now when, when you hear it out, it is true. Just because you're honest, it, it really doesn't give you an excuse to be a fucking dick. Yeah, like, you know, these people are just trying to promote themselves just like you're promoting yourself, you know. Yeah. No, no need to be an ass about it. But yeah, uh, you, if I if, – go ahead. Remember the stickers that you put on? It's like, don't be an ass? Or was that just I, – I remember, like, in, like, seventh or eighth grade, there was, like – it just happened to where everybody was putting those stickers everywhere. Don't be an ass. I think those we we might need to resurface those stickers so we can get them get them places. We'll make we'll make juice box ones. Don't be an ass. <clears throat> yeah. So Zar, you have you have a couple announcements or things that you would like to talk about? Yeah, I have a couple things. Uh, before I get to the announcements, I wanted to just share a story that kind of blew my mind. I thought this was crazy. <clears throat> Uh, so I don't know if you guys heard like uh, two and a half weeks ago, or, um, maybe three weeks ago now, Eminem's house was broken into. I did not know that. Yeah. So some guy snuck past Eminem's security team and broke through a window and Eminem found him in his living room. And he said the guy was just sta- like standing in there. He's like, oh, I just wanted to talk to you. Like, he's, a cra- he's a crazed fan, right? So here's where it gets a, like crazy. I was reading online and people were making this weird connection. So have you heard the song Stan? Obviously. Yeah. You know, so the whole song's about a crazed fan named Stan who's obsessed with Eminem and he's obsessed that like Eminem won't write him back or call him back. And so in the song, the so-, so the song comes out in the year 2000. So that's going to play a key part in this. The song comes out in the year 2000. In the song, Stan talks about his little brother named Matthew, who's six years old, and he's saying how he, he loves, he's like, he loves you more than I do, like, and you wouldn't even give him an autograph, like, blah, 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 or whatever. 
So Matthew, who's 60 years old, is Stan's little brother. The guy who broke into house, his name was Matthew, and he's 26 years old. I find that to be just a crazy-ass coincidence. That gave me chills. Whoa! Dude! Yeah, that's 20 years later. So he was so 26, exact, or, 26 like, or 36? 26. The kid, the kid was six years old. Oh, okay. He was six years old in the year 2000, so 20 years later. He's Whoa. 20. The guy's. Tw- I was like, that is a crazy coincidence. Dude, I have goosebumps right now. And that's. Could you imagine literally just walking through your house and they're just being like a different person and they're just literally looking at you and they're just like, I just wanted to speak with you. Like, yeah, I, and it, it, if you see the guy's mugshot too, he he is terrifying looking. You you would have been shit in your pants if you walked and saw this guy in your living room. So does it say the like what ha- like what went on from there does it say yeah he he uh eminem got the alert somehow i guess his security team was asleep on the job or something which doesn't look good (laughs) but he got the alert and came down and that's when he found the guy in his living room and then he uh he said at that point he was able to still contact the security team who came up and restrained the guy i think it all happened in a matter of minutes minutes and then they called the police obviously and, and uh he got charged. He got charged with a couple felonies. Uh, I can't remember exactly what they were, but I know there was more than one charge. So, Holy pretty shit. crazy though. I just think like that. That's wild that it connects so like exact in terms of like age and dates for that song. It's just yeah. it's just a crazy yeah. coincidence. Well, and and like I was just gonna say, like I definitely believe in coincidences, but. That is like so like on point with the timeline that what 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 if it really is? <laughs> That's why I was like I, I think that was a fictional story in the first place, but like it's, it's wild. So I mean, it's that's so wild. wild for people that like conspiracy theories and stuff. I think that's right up their alley, you know. So, but um, yeah, so I have a few announcements. Uh, I, I guess this would probably be a good time just to. Um, close her out wrap it on up let's yeah um so here for for the juice box um we have a red bubble page started now if you just search the juice box podcast on red bubble uh you can get i'm still working on uploading some of our other logos but i have one up right now so um you can get various things on that site you can order you can order some uh masks with our logo on it some pillows shower curtains bath mats obviously t-shirts um iphone cases laptop cases all that shit's on there so if you want to get anything and rep the juice box swag hit up our red bubble page it's live now uh all right my next announcement is the juice box is going to be starting to do limited runs of t-shirts so we're going to have our first limited run come out here very very soon so stay tuned uh basically only a certain amount of shirts are going to be made and once they sell out you will never be able to get that design again so if you really want that we're going to come out with a a bunch of different ones and i'm hoping to possibly do them once a month if we can keep on that type of schedule Uh, so i'm just real excited about that idea of the limited run shirts and i think they're going to be pretty cool looking and people will be excited about that so stay tuned um not 100% positive how we're going to sell them yet. 
Um, so we're finalizing all that, but stay tuned for the shirts. It's gonna yeah, be- and, and I'm pretty sure too, they'll only be like 15 bucks a pop, right? We're not. Yeah, uh, 50, they're going to be $15. Uh, pick up if you want to ship to you, $20. That's what there I think. So $20 shipped, $15 pick up. Yeah, and and the reason we're doing it that way too is, you know, basically it, it it's just it's cool. Like once again, what I was talking about of like you limit capacities and stuff like that. When when there's limited certain ones, you always want to try to grab different kind of styles and things like that. So I, I I think the limited runs the way to go. We'll we'll try to get colors that hit home around here, colors that mean something. But just like Big Zar said, once those shirts are gone they're out. So if you, if you see one that you want, once we start getting them, make sure you grab them while you can, because we'll never see the color combination, logo combinations, whatever it may be again. Yep. It'll be part of history after that. We're fucking making history. In the books, in the books. We're making history, baby. But on that note, it's been fun. We're going to go ahead. We'll just wrap this bad boy up. Um, as always, we really do appreciate everybody that supports us and listens to us on a weekly basis. Um, you know, our email is still around the dodgeusefoxpodcast at gmail.com or no, dodgeusefoxpod at gmail.com. Send it's us topics. Podcast. Is it podcast? Fuck. Yeah. Send, send us uh, <laughs> send us topics and and shit like that. Um, yeah, man. So you can follow me at juice nixon underscore Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you tune in. And listen to all past episodes to get caught up. Listen to all the Tobacco Pipe episodes. And maybe, just maybe, we might have a little couple other other uh, short little snippet podcast opportunities coming. Maybe we'll shift a bunch of different people around. Maybe 10, 15-minute, 20, 20-minute episodes just to kind of keep giving you guys content because we really do appreciate everybody that does support us every week. Peace out! You can catch me on Instagram at JTNixon underscore. That's JTNixon underscore now, people. Um, I'm on the Juicebox Podcast Twitter at the Juicebox Pod. It's at the Juicebox Pod. Follow us on Facebook, the Juicebox Podcast. We are not the Diabetes, the Juicebox Podcast. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, and uh, before, I give, uh, before I play myself, I just want to say RIP and peace to Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller, who played yes. – um, George Costan- Frank Costanza's George's dad in Seinfeld, also Arthur and like King of Queens, and he played in a bunch of other stuff. But incredible actor. Um, I think he was like 92. But um, I don't think it was Corona based at all. You know, just no. natural causes. But um, incredible secondary character. He's always on the top charts. Anytime he enters the scene, it's it's always very very funny and comedic. But um, you can catch me on Twitter at Tiggy Nation T I G G Y N A T I O N, and on Instagram at Money in the Bank Takes. All right. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at JuiceboxZar. Uh, before I say my Z-A-R, uh, I also want to give a quick shout out to um, this new Instagram account I've been following called North Point Breeze. Um, it's one of Max. If you're a Mac Miller fan, it's one of his uh, friends from growing up. He's posting all this never-before-seen video, video footage and photos and stuff. He's doing it in order from like dates from so he's got stuff right now. He's he's posting stuff through 2011 and he's just going to keep going. So it's real cool that it's in chronological order and it gives you a a pretty cool glimpse into um, things that we never got to see before. 
Um, for example, they did a behind-the-scenes uh, video of him making Donald Trump, which was really cool to see. So that's a cool Instagram account. If anyone's interested in that, go follow it. Give them a follow. Uh, once again, JuiceboxZar on Twitter and Instagram. That's Z-A-R. Z's and zebra, A's and apple, R as in republic. R as in Reebok. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Later, guys. Appreciate it. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Don't say it because I know I'm cute. Oh, Louis down to my drawers. LV all on my shoes. Oh, I be dripping so much sauce. Got a bit looking like bread glue. Oh, Lit up like a crystal ball. That's cool, baby. So is you. That's how I roll. If I'm shining, everybody gonna shine. Yeah, I'm I was born like this. Don't even gotta try. I'm not the baddest bitch you like. <laughs> you ain't my fault.